this Galarian life, the party reels from a devastating loss. Can we, have we checked his pulse? Uh, he's missing parts of his neck. There is no pulse to check. Yeah, but- His artery is gone. He's got a wrist, right? They take some time to plan their way forward. Honestly, after he'd been naked for three years, like, clothes are just never the same. As they get closer to the Iron Vein encampment. I, I don't need to, because Truxton, you've seen these fuckers before. These are Morlocks. The threat suddenly looms. The ingredients inside of this pit being used to make some pretty sizable bombs. They're probably going to try to put him on a cart and send him into town. Truxton. Yeah. That's actually great news. You know why? Why? That never works. <laughs> and that's the end of our bracket. But what is truly going on behind the scenes? Let's see if this damnable book that's taught me so much has anything to do with it. You open it up. It is completely full of writing. Listen to find out. It is episode 60 of This Galarian Life, and this is your DM Derek reporting in for the 60th time. Oh, I know last week's episode kind of ended on a downer note, but I think it's important to reinforce the idea that this is what D&D is sometimes. The roll of the dice often produces results that we weren't necessarily planning for. In the moment, I didn't know what was going on. I didn't realize hit points were so low. I didn't realize it would be as easy to hit, which I guess in retrospect I should have. We were just all wrapped up in the combat and didn't realize at the time what the possible consequences were. And sometimes things are just going to happen like that. I felt a moment of weakness in that moment. I gave Jeff the ability to reverse what had happened, and I probably shouldn't have. As a consummate professional, he made the right call and let what happened stay. And I think that think that's really cool, and I think it opens up the story in a lot of ways for the future. I think we can still have story about Gorgug and whatever may come next for Jeff. That's just kind of what gives this format of storytelling an advantage over other formats, whether it be just a game you're playing with your friends or a show you're listening to. You never quite know what's going to happen, no matter how much you plan. However much you strive to push things in a certain direction, a single roll of a dice could change things forever. In that vein, I want to go ahead and just get the episode rolling. This is a uh, pivotal episode for the cast. Things have changed dramatically, and they might never, they will, and they will never be the same again. Which is a very strange feeling going into actually recording this episode. But things I think are going to go exceedingly well from here on out. As you listen, if you enjoy the show please rate review us on itunes it really really does make a difference check out our facebook page check out our twitter check out our website this is all all ways to interact with us as well as spreading the word for a show that hopefully you enjoy as much as we enjoy making it thank you for all your support if you do happen to wish to support us further we do have a patreon a lot of cool things are gonna pop up on that if, if and when we get traction. So thank you for anything you might do, anything you'll do in the future, and everything you've done so far. So with that, we'll just jump right into the episode. 
presenting episode 60 about pit so how's everybody doing i'm doing okay doing okay doing okay being pushed a little bit but i believe in this podcast i believe in my friends Uh, i believe that it's gonna be a good night i'm excited i'm sad about goog yeah um well so everything's kind of like the weather hasn't changed but everything's all of a sudden a little bit more dreary than it was moments ago you know this is not exactly where you thought you would be right now at this point so as you look onto the distance in this new place Gorgu what are your plans you talking like what are Gorgu's plans yeah well first off the world looks gloomy because Gorgu was holding all that hate in his heart uh second uh his plans were simple. He said it uh, to the herald of, of his god when this all happened. He said, I'll come back when I'm stronger. Now, that so, might that might be a year from now. It might be 500 years from now in Galarian time. Who knows what that means? But Gorgu will know. So as you arrive in this new place, um, you only really have two things left behind from your corporeal form. Your sword and that book of the ancient mysteries of the gods. Ain't that a bard for you? Bare-ass naked holding a sword in a book? Hell yeah. You got a cod piece, too. Oh, no, Derek, I don't. Thank God. This is a PG PG podcast. No dicks (laughs) allowed. That is not how I advertised it. Oh. Also, we have Cyrix, so, like, we have a lot of female presenting nipple, I assume. Yeah, I'm gonna gonna measure sticks with Gorum. Bring him on over here. Here's dicks a-flopping, apparently. So, yeah, I mean, you can start training now. Or you can, there's uh, those people walking towards the temple you saw when you arrived. Well, I want to do two things first. Because I only have two items with me, I'm going to examine my sword. Is there anything weird or different about it in this place I'm in? Um, You get the feeling that the sword has, like, upgraded itself. Kind of like the time when you uh, went and saw the herald of uh, Gorum the first time. But this time you know, like, exactly what it means. It's got one free resurrection in it. Just think if the general kept you, <laughs> he might have been able to come back. Outstanding. Now let's see. Let's see if this damnable book that's taught me so much has anything to do with it. You open it up and it is completely full of writing. My god. Isn't in languages I understand? Yeah. It's uh, common, but the letters are kind of like magically shifting where you could tell that it could be in other languages as well. It's like specifically honing in on your signature. Interesting. If you real hard, you can make it work. I wonder, does it, any notes in there about Aridin? More notes than you could possibly read in one sitting. Well, that's the perk about being dead, folks. I can read forever. But before that, let's see if I can get inside this temple. You begin walking and you get up to those five people, but Something's kind of off because they're not moving. Uh, give me a perception check. Okay, uh, we'll say it's a 15. You're not sure, but there's like tiny, nearly imperceptible movements. But if you look at them long enough, they're like slowly, slowly moving. Like they're stuck in some kind of time trap. Can you um, describe these four people to me, Derek? There is, well, is it four? It's five. It's five people. So there is an elven woman in full plate armor. 
There is a gnomish man, presumably light armor. There's a human man with a very ornate sword on his back. And there's a half-orc woman that uh, you recognize. In fact, you recognize all four of the first ones as the people you met in the dreamscape the first time you came around. And then there is one more, a younger man, uh, black hair with a holy symbol of Zonguthon around his neck. And then oh, just, God. Is, oh, God. Is he with them? Now? I don't like that. The longer you stay, they seem like very, very slowly they're walking in the same direction of the temple. Let this be a lesson to you all. If you die while under the effects of haste, you're very, you're too quick in the afterlife. <laughs> well, uh, I mean, I'd probably piss around and examine them for magic and see what, if anything, is going on, if I can pick anything up. If you want to do that off mic or separately, that's fine. But afterwards, he'll probably start trying to see if he can figure out how to get into the temple. So you make your way to the temple. It takes a couple days. It's fairly far away, and there's a mountain to climb. But you get up there, and the door is very thick and very, very sealed. Make a say knowledge arcana check. Ooh, that's a fun one. Uh, 16. Um, you're not sure how it's sealed, but it's definitely very, very magically sealed. And you think for you to be able to break through is going to take for uh, the ability to uh, upgrade your magical capabilities. Luckily, you have all the time in the world. Well, time to go train naked in the fields. Oh, which is just, just me and my book. Yes. <laughs> so this this cuts to a nice sepia tone montage of Gorgu yeah. dick flopping through the air, slicing the top off of grains of wheat. So you kind of walk, walk around this place for a very long time, Highlander style, that kind of thing. Uh, you eventually find some pants. Uh, very quickly, you find some pants. No fun a lot. And then you just start training. There's strange, strange otherworldly creatures in this world, and you, you take them on one by one, and slowly you become, become stronger. And if you ever go back to the place where you were first summoned to this world, you don't know how long you've been here. It seems like a year at this point. They, Those people have moved maybe 20 feet with miles left to go. But one day... As you're walking around, you just slayed a beast and you're harvesting whatever meat you can find to make yourself a meal, even though it doesn't really matter. I'd imagine you still like the comforts of food. Plus Indeed. this thing tastes fucking amazing. It's like it's like if filet mignon had sex with a salmon. Yeah, so basically Gorgu was really tired of not being strong enough and also very tired of not knowing what the fuck was going on. So in between workout sessions, he's going to be reading that book a lot and learning everything he possibly can from it. The process may take some time. Oh, and it does. And then one day, as you're making yourself uh, a dinner, you hear you hear a noise in the woods, and you approach it, and you see some something you didn't think you'd see here. Poor Goog, I thought you died. <laughs> half-orc steps through the bushes with a goatee. <laughs> no, brother. I lived. <laughs> All right. All right. Uh, I'm about to Not head out. We talked about. All right, so Gorgu sees this figure come through the woods, and all he says, the camera never cuts. It just stays on Gorgu's face. <laughs> God damn. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Also, uh, I, of course, said that while I'm naked. That's good. <laughs> That's I mean, good. of course. 
Um, you've, you've pretty much well stressed that Grogu has been naked or almost naked this entire time. It's important which I think is it's important for the montage. Yeah, and when he comes back, he will plus insanity points because you know he was he's been alone for what probably makes up years. Also, he has to wear clothes now, and that's just not good. After you've we'll been see, naked we'll for like, see, we'll after, see about that. Honestly, after you've been naked for three years, like clothes are just never the same. So, meanwhile, on another plane of existence, your bard's dead. Your uh, friend's dead. Chocolate beer. God damn it! God damn it! Why did he? <sighs> Why? Because he's, because he's never paid any heed to reason. Yes, bold claim coming from you, Sirix. Really? You all are fighting right now? Look, you're adding to it by saying, oh, you two are fighting right now. (laughs) You're one to talk. You you fucking left and left these idiots to die. No wonder my husband's dead, you reckless fools. Just because he ran up and died doesn't mean I could have done anything different. Maybe I could have yelled, no, stay back. I am far hardier than this worm, but I, I am not. I should not be able to rely on smooth statements to to stop the half orc from running forward and dying. I stabbed that thing real good. <laughs> Get stop out of here, ghost! <laughs> uh, make perception checks. Laura, just cut. God damn it! I'm trying to. No, I want to hear Laura fight. Let's fight, Laura. No, it's fine. Right. Derek, fight, fight, fight. Derek doesn't like RP. You forget. Make a perception check. We made a perception. I made. I rolled a nine. Uh, you me roll one. I rolled a twenty-five. Suck my dick, Laura. God damn it! I rolled a six. Oh look! Now there's wrestling. That makes it a twenty-one, by the way. Yep, there's wrestling in the bushes. Laura immediately like levels her bow at it. I walk over to the bushes. It's Truxton Pendleton. Wow! Truxton. And now he's here. Uh, That's just great. No. What's going on? Laura, don't. Why are you mad about me? Laura, don't. I thought we were friends. A reckless decision in battle just resulted in one of our people dying. Yeah, I'm a little worried too. Alright, hold on. If somebody died, why are you letting him break the news? I point at I point Syrix, this is your job. Trexton, I've I've been down close to him and I whisper, Gorku died. Yeah, well. Fuck. Oh, is he doing some dumb shit? He always wanted to die. He really did, and you know what? He got what he wanted, which is great, because it's a perfect oh, time is... to die in the middle of all of it. All right, well, it's been fun in this party, but I think it's time I head off. Okay. Fine. Hold up. This is the Oh, no, you want, him, you want him to leave, Laura. She did not say he wanted him, she wanted him to leave. Is he really dead? She was concerned about... <laughs> yes, he's dead, Truxton. Just, I... like, point at the crushed remains. Look at the big gaping bite out of his neck. Look at the worm! Yeah, Trax, you also see a very big worm. Oh, wait, are we still in battle? No, it's no. Honestly, you were so close. How did you not hear the combat? Sleeping. He did not roll as well of perception check as I. You were sleeping again. Okay, that's too soon. No, I think it's exactly when it should be said. Okay, hold on. Actually, though, what really happened... Hold on. I don't like this. This sucks. Wait, can we, have you checked his pulse? Uh, he's missing <laughs> parts of his neck. There is no pulse to check. Yeah, but. His artery is gone. He's got a wrist, right? Truck's I... making a heal check. Yeah, Truck's. All right, I'm making a heal check. All right, Derek, I'm going to roll a 1D1000. <laughs> Go for it. And if it crits, if I get a, if I get a 1000, he's back to life. 
I don't know. Oh, look at I mean, that. That's not what the guilt check was for, but <laughs> let's roll the dice. Uh, so what'd you get? That, that's oh. effectively an 11 no, percentage-wise. Thank you, Kevin. So 11 plus your five. Kevin. I like that better. Well, I got a 22. Uh, I was very good at healing. Truxton. Yeah. You feel his last pulse. Oh, now that's just rude. <laughs> no, he's dead. We, yes, he. We told so, him. So, uh, fuck. Uh, what now? Okay. Um, since he is gone and you all need some leadership due to apathy and Laura, could you please put together some sort of uh, carrying instrument out of these uh, grass, herbs, and why do we, twigs? Why do we need to carry him? Well, because we have to take him back to be buried. He at That's least deserves not... a Viking funeral. Okay, I have was never close with Gorgoon, like some of you. You don't have, have to help carry but... it then. That's... Look, no. Look. No, look, Gorgoon was a reckless idiot who just got crushed by a giant worm. Whoa! But he was also a hero and protector of my people. He deserves a burial. And he also would fucking spit in our face if we lost any time before the siege to waste on grieving for him. Oh, well, he is not here right now, so I don't care about his feelings. He's the one that ran in like an idiot. He doesn't deserve a vote at this point. Well, if he doesn't deserve a vote, then just bear, dig a hole and bury him here. It's not yes. that hard. It isn't hard to dig a hole and bury here. Sometimes doing the easy thing isn't the best thing. Oh, look at me. I'm telling you. That is funny. Uh, yeah. To take a little bit more than that to, uh, to to upset me. Laura, please start putting together the... I know you're good at this. Would that be story. like a survival? Tr- I got a plus 13 to survival. Can I just Tra- like, take that? Truxton, start digging a hole with me right now. I'm just going to sit on this rock. <laughs> do you pull out a joint? No. I do. I feel like Truxton would want to carry him back to town in a baby Bjorn of his own. Uh, we all know my strength isn't that high. I'll make a makeshift wheel or something. Wait, how much did this worm? How much did this worm take out of him? How much lighter uh, is he? Let's just see. Probably, probably not. A, well, maybe there's like some green jelly that got squished out. Yes. I'd say low. about ten pounds of neck flesh and arm flesh is gone. You could probably like get his head off and carry that, Druxton. Mm, I'd prefer mm. if you didn't desecrate this. I'm not going to do that. Thank you, Druxton. Don't listen to the weird voice in the sky. I still think we bury him here. I I disagree with that wholeheartedly. Uh, funeral oh, is not the funeral <laughs> is really not for uh, for him and what he wanted. The funeral's for what we want, and I'm going to be completely honest with you. I'm not going to have any closure if there isn't a funeral at the back at the back at the town. You know, it's rich that you're putting your feelings over. The benefit of a town that we're trying to keep from being seized. You put your feelings I'm the one that wants literally everything. Can we, how, can we, can I suggest a compromise here? I also would like to see a proper funeral for my friend, but I do think that, you know, were he here, he would suggest at the very least putting that off until we are finished with our preparations. You know, that is a fair, that is a fair point. I, I say we take him back to town and then we put his body in a way that, uh, is not going to mold or whatever bodies do. And no, then not we mold. Go... I can tell you that. It's not okay. mold. And then we just wait until the invasion of the town is over, and then we do the funeral. I think you're right. I think our time is limited. 
Derek? But I'm not going to leave him here on this dirt. Yes, I agree with that. Derek? Yeah. How close would, like, because we've got some of our militia here, right? How close are they to us? Because they're probably closer to us than yeah, the town probably, is. Probably about a mile out. Do we have any, like, special system to signal them? I imagine flares would be a little bit too dramatic. If only I had spells, I could cast message or something. I have message. Oh, shit, there you go. You could send a message to one of them. I send a message to Cobb Greenleaf. Oh, well, you're going to make me do a fucking Boston thing? <laughs> yep. We're going to do a goddamn cop funeral, aren't we? I What? A Boston cop funeral. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> no. I send a oh message God. to Cobb Greenleaf <laughs> that has the cord, like, basically tells him where we're at and says, Gorgug's dead. We need you to come get the body. Retrieve the Master General Captain's corpse. So they've got some low-level magic users and scroll users with them. They send a message back. And they say, hey, I'll, I'll be there in, uh, like, uh, I don't know, an hour or two. Uh, keep the body safe. Don't let it get devoured by zombies or whatever. So is this just going to be, like, a weird bottle episode where we fight a bunch while we wait for Cobb Greenleaf to show up? Yeah, probably. <laughs> Round one. This is boars. Feel like we died a long time ago, and we just kind of live in hell. Every day. Of my as life. long as you're here, yes. That's oh, but you don't want him to leave. As long as he's here in a metaphysical sense, yes. I mean, not like just... as long as Truxton is here with us, but as long as you, the the all, the us, is here on this planet. You know, I'm not going to pretend I had the best life in the world before this party, but this has been some real, like, I thought I was just going to have a normal bad life, I guess, and then this is just... This isn't your normal everyday darkness. This is advanced darkness. Deeper darkness. I am sorry, Truxton. I wish things could go back to being the way they were, maybe simpler, but whenever we would... <laughs> I'm not even good at anything. Not even good at combat. What, what the hell am I doing? I thought you killed all those tables. What happened to this copy? <laughs> they were just tables. They were tables. Well, they were scary tables. And you were telling me not to kill them. <laughs> no. I don't have the best in combat uh, anxiety uh, stopping ability. I just, you know, may- maybe maybe I project a little. All right. Just, well, I mean. I thought, I mean, you came back to us because things didn't work out wherever you were. I thought wanted to be Even here. When I was there, awful things happened. My point is, there's just nothing, nothing, there, there's no, no good on the horizon. It's, it's just, this is, this is, I mean, we're probably all going to die. Maybe as soon as the siege. And honestly, I sort of look forward to it. Oh, okay. So we're going to take the Gorgug option again. I well, don't think yeah. he wanted to I'm die. not going to take the Gorgug. I don't want to get killed that horrifically, but like, you know, it just, it, having trouble, I, I don't know. Are you, do you feel like you're done on this plane? Like you have nothing left to do? Well, there's a lot left to do. It's just like, what's the, you know, the, what are the odds of succeeding? We don't even have our best fighter in the party anymore. That is a fair point. I think best is a good word. I wouldn't say strongest or uh, best at hitting or hurting the enemies the most, but uh, I think it it Syrix. With his he casted haste, which was great. Syrix snorts loudly when shot is obviously compensating. What now? I, th- I think, Laura, how, how close are you on the uh, 
they, the I imagine I would probably be done making the little protective basket to help them carry Grogu back to town so we can get back on our mission. Laura. Yes. Two of these people were, well, I guess not even two anymore. One of these people were present when your husband was killed. And it's this general mission that's just killed him and Gorgook. Do you got any more of a vein to go down that? Oh, no. Laura's, like, very upset with everyone here. She's uh, she's definitely mad at Gorgook for running in like an idiot and dying when he was useful. Uh, she's annoyed with Jack and Cyrix for just fighting all the time. And she's annoyed with Truxton for being generally incompetent, even though he has his moments where he shines. But for the most part, he's like off smoking weed in the woods instead of saving Grogu. She she is just kind of like quietly fuming at everyone. She will have more words right now because right now she's already like real close to yelling at him. And she doesn't, if anyone tries to talk to her, she's kind of grunts at you. Go mom mode on us, Laura. <laughs> Well, honestly, she was starting to like y'all, but then Grogu just died. Uh, what do you all do while you're waiting for Cobb to show up? Probably do drugs of some sort. Are you holding? I guess. Ha! I fucking finally got you. That's what this whole goddamn podcast has been for. It's for me to catch Jacques with drugs. You're going to jail. Oh, no! It's something. <laughs> That's a French police thing, I think. <laughs> Uh, Laura would probably be trained, sitting quietly meditating on why she needs to be an Aristotle follower and not a Gorm follower, because war's hell. Cyrix is passive-aggressively digging a hole. <laughs> yeah, I can see that. True, we're reaching dumb bitch levels that haven't been reached in a long time. <laughs> uh, I think at that point, Jack would kind of find a new seat and be closer to the body and just put the bottom of his glaive on the other side of Gorgug's uh, body and then lean on his glaive as he's smoking and just watch Sirix dig, Sirix dig. Okay, so you're next to the body? Yeah. You move perception check. God, I have a minus one. Why do you do this? <laughs> well, you're the first one that went up to the body. All right, I roll a four, yeah. Oh, well, you can tell it's Gorgug. Yeah, I believe that. I, I look at it and I'm like, wait, is, is that Gorgug with a dive? No, it's not Laura. Okay. Ugh. You got a hole digger, a rock sitter, a drug doer, and a meditative half orc. So it's pretty cool. Why did my race get put into it? <laughs> because there's, I don't know, too. And there's a meditative lady. Why did my gender get it put? And Laura's meditating. <laughs> so yeah, I guess after two hours or so of quiet contemplation and hole digging, the, the hole has been big enough for Gorgug for a while, but she just keeps going, just angrily digging. It's therapeutic. She's like actually like seven feet down. Like we just see the shovel coming up and fling dirt over the side. I'm starting to like aim the dirt towards shock. A little bit of gift on Gorgug. It just like falls in his mouth. It's just like, <laughs> it's just like I'm not putting you six feet under, I'm putting you fucking After a couple hours, you hear uh, the sounds of uh, two or three horses and some footsteps. They find your cob and his little tiny band uh, walk into the clearing where you guys are. Guys, what what the hell happened? Gogug died. I need you to take him back to the, the village. Yeah, I mean, I can see that, but, you know, it's kind of problem. I mean, 
first of all, you got these big fucking worms, apparently. That's the thing that killed him, right? Yeah. But then, oh shit, this isn't good. Yeah, really? Really? Well, I mean, you don't gotta be like that, buddy. Uh, well, I am sorry for the Kurt attitude. There is no place here. Could you please take him back? I know this is bad, but we are on a bit of a time limit here. And we still might have to rest and go attack the upcoming uh, the upcoming camp. Thank you. Thank I'm you, I'm sure uh, when we get to town, we'll get a, a general repose spell passed on him or whatnot. I'm sure the clerics casting the spell are going to ask me some questions, though. You know, make sure he doesn't come back as something. So, uh, you know, at least explain to me how it happened. Ah, uh, yes, that uh, that's a big worm there bit him. Uh, right there, and I poke at the big bite. Yeah, yeah. Do you, you know what the worm is? Uh, Zombie shit, disease shit, maybe? No, it's more like a, more like a very angry snake. Did we ever get an arcana check on it? Uh, it was a nature check, I believe. We know it's a, an empress bow or some shit. Uh, is it a nature check? I can roll that. I, th- I think we. I think you already did, and we. Su- you succeeded on it. I rolled a thirteen, and I climb out of the pit, it's covered in dirt. It's a a boar worm, but this one is the empress. So it killed the queen. Yes. It's an empress boar worm, Cobb. I know that is such a boar. Ah, I'm over Goku's death now because of the fun pun. Through the healing power of puns. Yeah, I mean, I also rolled a nature check on it. It's uh, nothing too dangerous, I guess. Guys, uh, yeah. Back to you, We'll uh, we'll get the body and get him out of here. Thank you. You all gonna be all right? No, no, definitely not. Physically, we'll be okay, but at least I'm speaking for myself. All right. Well, see ya. <laughs> okay. Um, group. Sirix Laura Trucks, are you all fine with moving forward right now? We still have a mission to do. This war isn't going to end itself. I meant more of a uh, micro level. Are you doing okay on health, on spells, on resources? That's kind of... I'm doing... I was literally untouched in the fight. And I just kind of like rip an arrow out of the worm and say I'm good to go. Oh, I have a... I have uh, Leon hands left, but uh, I would rather use them in combat. Uh, Sirik, could I ask for multiple heals from your wand? I am doing quite poorly. Like maybe a uh, really bad, like maybe 40 HP out of like 90. Sirik goes over to shock and heals him 37 with her wand. Doesn't say anything. It doesn't look him in the eye. Thank you, Sirix. (laughs) And then Cobb comes back and says, Oh yeah, I forgot. Uh, you all want any of the shit he had on his body? Uh, did he have any potions or scrolls? Well, he for sure has the meta magic rod. Uh, of what? It's a less lesser extent. Ooh, uh, I think uh, that would be good on Cyrix because you have a bunch of debuffs, and if those were a little longer, it's always good. Um, I guess as you're going through and looking for anything useful, perception checks. I got a thirty-two. That's good enough. Laura, there are two things missing. Gorgug's sword is gone, and the book that sometimes he spends his nights reading instead of sleeping is gone, but everything else is there. I mention it to everyone, and I'm just kind of like, that's weird, fucking bard. Um, I'd just like to make a comment here. I'm not a full Cyrix, but you did heal me up to 69, and I appreciate that. Nice. Thank goodness. That's what I'm here for, baby. Okay. 
Well, guess we can heck on. Keep pushing on. Keep it, on, keeping on. It takes about two hours, but you all come to a uh, small encampment uh, surrounded by makeshift stone walls. Uh, there's a stream that cuts through it with manufactured bridges over it inside of the inside of the fort area. But the most intriguing thing when you arrive is there is a um, like a mining pit outside of the doors of the camp, uh, and it smells of uh, rotten eggs. And as you get closer, you realize that the creek that's running through is heavily polluted. It's like this brownish green color. This is where if we had a druid in the party, they would become actually very upset. So Sarah is, shows up and she's like, I'm very upset. So uh, do we see Pat? Are we like uh, up on a, a hill looking over it? Or are we kind of on the same level? Do yeah, you're, you're level with it. Okay. Um, I kind of look around at everybody uh, and I say, Jackson, you are good at sneaking. And I assume Laura and... Uh, CX, you are not bad at it either. I am bad at it, so if we want to do a little scouting before we do a full approach, that might be a good idea. Yeah, Laura's good at looking at things. She's not very good at sneaking. I'm good at it. I have a plus nine to stealth. I'd like to start this off by saying I'm not a fan of what I see on the map currently. This is concerning. What, blue guys? Yeah. I'm okay with it. If I remember correctly, those were mites. Those were easy to fight. They're, They're mite tokens. If they're placeholders for something else, Derek. They are. I can't be friends with you anymore. So, how are we doing the approach? Uh, I think we decided in... Oh, wait, no, we need to ask Truxton. Truxton, you're you're pretty good at snicking, right? Um... Okay, I was wondering if you and uh, Cyrix is cool with it, I think. Uh, If you and Cyrix could go and do a little scouting and tell us what's on the other side of those walls, and then we can do a better, a better, like, all right, you go left, I go right, kind of, kind of sh... Yeah. Yeah, I can do that. Okay. Um, <clears throat> yeah, Cyrix and Truxton, give me stealth checks. I'm going to cast Invisibility before we go. Smart out. There we go. That's a plus 20, right? Yes. Oh, fuck. <laughs> fuck me. Um, I rolled a 32. With plus invisi- So plus 9 and then a plus 20 from Invisibility. Yeah, based, based on sight. But if I'm... So. And you're concealed and everything, so... 31. So, you see a couple things. First of all, in, as you as you approach, you kind of get the feeling that this used to be, a, like, a town. Because all of the buildings are, like, houses, and there's, like, a kind of city hall kind of thing going on. And there's not a lot of activity inside. A couple, like, hobgoblin patrols, but other than that, there's nothing of real interest uh, but you do smell that sulfury smell coming from the uh, pit mine. Ha ha. Uh, Truxton, give me a uh, craft alchemy check. Uh, 38. Okay. This is not a metal mine, an ore mine. Instead, it is a mine that has like alchemical substances, a lot of sulfur, and some other things. But this is kind of why you get the feeling why this was a munitions camp. Is there ingredients inside of this pit with combined with other stuff being used to make some pretty sizable bombs? Uh, Cyrix, this is not looking like good news. Or I, I guess I whisper that. Cyrix. Yeah. It's bad news. Why? They're making bombs here. They're probably going to try to put them on a cart and send them into town. <laughs> Truxton. 
That's actually great news. You know why? Why? That never works. <laughs> and that's the end of our broadcast. <laughs> but as, as you get closer, you do like a um, perimeter sweep as you get to the mine itself. Um, give me perception checks. Oh no, I can't be up there to give my minus one perception check. <laughs> oh no. Uh, 15 perception check. 35. Oh, thank God, Truxton. Whip. <clears throat> Truxton, or Cyrus and Truxton, there are a couple creatures doing the Lord's mining work right now. Two hobgoblins, and then two or four other creatures. Um, Normally I'd have you roll knowledge local check to determine what they are, but I I don't need to, because Truxton, you've seen these fuckers before. In fact, you've uh, been witness to uh, at least two of their murders that maybe you've been blamed for. These are Morlocks. Oh, fuck. Yeah, what the fuck's up with Morlocks and Truxton? We love each other. (laughs) Just kidding. Psych. And then, but Truxton, so you both see that. Uh, Truxton, you see one other thing. Um, There is a human woman in alongside the miners, and they are essentially, like, slave driving her, uh, beating her up with a whip real bad, and making her do their dirty work. Um, Do I see who it is? Do I know? Do I recognize them? No, you don't. Cyrix. Yeah. There's, they've got uh, they've got some kind of servant slave type thing going on down there. Fucking Christ! They are. <laughs> what else do you want me to say? Well, <laughs> they are bad guys, so I would assume they do Whoa. bad stuff. Yeah, that's pretty mean, though. Well, do you want to you want to kill him? Uh, I mean, she doesn't look that unhappy. Jesus <laughs> Christ. <laughs> Um, one of them cracks the whip especially hard, and uh, she uh, goes unconscious. Uh, the DM's interfering right now. So I guess we gotta go get Who's the DM? Uh, Derek. Dungeon Master. <laughs> Bridget. Derek Bridget. <laughs> yeah, I guess we should, I guess, like, technically, aren't we both good alignment, even though not really? Wait, no, we're both chaotic neutral. Oh, then, yeah, fuck this lady. I mean, we can we can be against slavery, though. That's okay, right? I don't know. Is that... I don't know how alignments work. All right, let's just go get her. That's what Derek wants us to do, no. so fuck it. Okay, no, 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 no. Hold on. Okay. How far away is everyone from us? Um, the mine's probably about 200 feet. Uh, everybody else, uh, Laura and Jack's probably like four or 500 feet in the opposite direction. He'd send a message to us and we'd run over. I send a message. What does the message say? Hey, everybody, it's me, Pharaoh. Red Rover, Red Rover, Jack, get the fuck over here. I send a message to Laura, and uh, it's uh, I say, like, hey, there's some hobgoblins and other such creatures being evil. Come help us kill them. And then I kind of shoot an image of where me and Truxton are hiding. Hello, Jack, no. Uh, we go. They're all busy working, so I'm going to just roll over. Cyrix and Truxton stealth checks and say you guys uh, can get a pers- uh, yeah, um, surprise round. Okay. But roll initiative first. Okay. Me and Sam are going to whisper the whole time. Even once combat started and you're no longer sneaking? Yes. Welcome to the Scalarian Life ASMR episode. I'm Cyrix Fleathor. Here's what it sounded okay. like when that worm took a chunk out of Gorgoog. And get ready. Oh. We're about to about to listen to Derek knock over aluminum cans. <laughs> <laughs> that was actually not 
for fun fact, Eric is in fact part cat. I got a 21. I rolled a 13. 17 on the dice. It is shock. Okay, I got a 15. Uh, Laura, it is your surprise round. Uh, so which one of them looked like they were the most important? So the hobgoblins are like the slave drivers of the Morlocks because they're kind of like standing around directing things and then the Morlocks are either mining or whipping ladies to make them mine for them. All right, let's get, fuck it, let's get this first hobgoblin. Uh, I'm going to do my classic rage combo. Does a 28 hit? Yes. All right, they take 39 damage. Uh, and since I did hit them, the the giant arrow burrows in, and they take a minus two to ability checks, attack rolls, saving throws, and skill checks. 39. Uh, he's got an arrow plunged very deeply into him, and he's in an awful lot of pain. Shocks surprise her. So, or it's Truxton, sorry. Um, do only get a mover standard, let's unfortunately. Let's see. Oh, only a mover standard? Okay, yeah. I'm going to shoot one with my crossbow. I'm going to shoot the exact same one that we just shot. Smart, smart. Do investigators get sneak attack? Bonus. Yeah. Ah! Kind of. Well, it's, it, it's, it's a sneak attack-like function, but it's not sneak attack. Uh, you have to have your studied on them. Uh, 25. Uh, yeah, that'll hit. And, and you studied before the shot, right? So you can apply the sneak attack? Right. Yeah. End the study, though. But I think that's okay. Four. Yeah. Okay, four damage. You can only do it with melee weapons, though, Gavin, unless you take a feat. Jesus. You bust your balls, Deebs, I swear. <clears throat> it's great. Right. Range study. Okay, so four points of damage plus 39 points of damage is... I did good. Uh, Jacques. Um, I'll go ahead and... You know, I might as well. I'm gonna go ahead and uh, twirl my blade and do a uh, do a incantation again, making it glow blue, leaving me a plus two to hit and damage. Uh, that's using my divine weapon ability or divine bond, rather. Got like a lot of these. I need to start using them more. And, uh, and then I'll take a second oh, step. Okay, go ahead. That's and good. then Cirrus. Uh, I cast confusion. Okay. What's the AOE on confusion? It's fifteen. Okay, I'll cast confusion. It gets all the Morlocks? Yeah. That's uh, a fail on the first one. You're going to make them hit the Hobgoblins? They're going to be so confused. 19. That's a save, yeah. Fails. And that fails. So, one, two, we're going counterclockwise. One, three, and four are all confused. That's Morlock 3's turn. Uh, that one needs to roll a d100. Uh, he rolls an 85. Uh, he will attack the nearest creature. Which is the hobgoblin. Uh, <laughs> Got him. It's flat foot AC. Yeah, that'll hit. So he ooh, so he just awkwardly like swings this pickaxe at the hobgoblin on the bottom and does 10 damage. And the hobgoblin on the bottom looks very distracted, very sad. Oh, poor evil entity. And it is this might four's turn. Uh, he gets a 57. Is that an act normally? Uh, he deals 1d8 points of damage plus a strength modifier to himself with his item in hand. Jesus. Fucking stabs his leg. So he also, he hits himself with his mining pick and does 10 points of damage to himself. Oh no! Exactly, no! And then it is the Morlock who didn't get affected's turn. He's going to take charge at Truxton and make an attack with his 21 hit Truxton. Uh, it does not. It doesn't? No. I have a 24 AC. Okay. 
Um, Laura's turn. Fuck that other hobgoblin up, Laura. I do that thing I do where I shoot people with my bow. Okay. Hell yeah. Oh, I, re- I was trying to do the roll 20 function where I tap up on my arrow key and it would do that, but I forgot I refreshed my page. Oh, that was a fucking three. Luckily, it's plus 18. Does a 21 hit? Uh, as he is still flat-footed, yes. God damn. All right, 39 damage, and the minus two does not stack. And that so, one's dead. Nice. Oh, I forgot to do my non-lethal to myself. Let me do 2d6 to myself real quick. Um, Rolls 80 damage. Damn. Before this one can even take an action in combat, mm-hmm. he is doomed. Uh, and it is Truxton's turn. Fuck this little shit up. All right. I'm going to fuck that little shit up. Hell yeah. Study him. Ah. And then double attack, baby. Oh, yeah. No bonuses right now, right? Nope. 20 on the first. Oh, yeah, that hits. Jesus, you hit on a four. 22 on the second. That hits. Uh, 33 total damage. Jesus. Okay. How's he looking? He's, he's kind of bloodied up. Shock. I'll go and charge here. Uh, that'll be 35 on my movement speed. And I'll hit this hobgoblin. Okay. I don't think that'll provoke any attack. Um, uh, no, you're good. Uh, a 27 hit? Yes. Okay. The hobgoblin takes 36 damage. Okay. And that is my turn. He didn't like that. Xerix. I move down here. I stare at the hobgoblin. Oh, uh, yeah, you got that. You got that hella good reach. We reach. We uh, reach just a natural 20 hit. Yes. Oh, no. It does, it does hit a little bit. Does a 15 confirm? Oh, no. <laughs> Why? Wait, what about a 17? Because that was a charge, right? Sure. What about no. a 17? Oh, we tried. Hold on, hold on. Yes. <gasps> He's flat footed because it's first round of combat. That, that <sighs> confirms. Okay. Hell yeah. Oh, yeah. You crit out of two. Hold on, let me do some math here. Uh, it's gonna be 14. I don't think your stare doubles. 18. No, I'm trying to take the stare out of the equation. What a pain in the ass. 39 points of damage. Uh, Hobgoblin's dead. Fuck yeah. Slash him with the serious fucking like whips, flips at his wound and kind of yanks, yanks like, you know, you would with anal beads. And it just- God damn <laughs> Kevin! I'm sorry. Uh, it's the Morlock on the top's turn. It's not top. how you that's not how you handle anal bees, buddy. Uh, it's a twelve on the confusion roll, Cyrix. Um, I think that means he acts normally, but let me double check. Yes, acts normally. Uh he runs the fuck away. <laughs> Does he now? Is he entirely off the map though? Yeah. That's some that's some fast ass movement of speed. He's, he's 160 feet away. What's that range you got, Laura? It's not that good. Unfortunately, the orc uh, hornbow is more of a short-range weapon. Luckily, I am archer, so I do have like an effective hundred instead of eighty. But this is still going to be a pretty far shot. Um, he's also running like away from camp. Eh. That doesn't mean he won't circle back before we get. I'll give him one to make sure that he knows that we know. That he um, knows that we know that he knows that we know. So it's the one that is next to Hob- the dead hobgoblin on the bottom. He rolls a 98. I think it's a- uh, He attacks, yeah, attacks the nearest creature again. Roll a d2. I'm a one, because I'm number one. Well, you're within five feet of him. Nobody else is. Well, the hobgoblin- Oh, no, hobgoblin's dead. Rest the pepperonis. Yeah, I forgot. Yeah, no, I get the hit. Hit me, daddy. Hit me hard. God damn it, Gavin. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, 27. I love you. <laughs> 
I, I didn't want you to hit me. I was kidding. <laughs> what, Derek? I understand. Uh, five points of damage. No! My 60 died. Pepperoni. <laughs> <laughs> William made this great stir fry. I think that's why I'm in such a good mood, is because William made hella good stir fry. You what said did? you were in a bad mood. Well, now he's in a good mood because of the stir fry. Tell me what's it's in the true. stir fry. Will. So William, William puts, uh, he did, he did differently this time, right? He put in peppers, which okay. I was hesitant because yeah, green, yellow, uh, yellow and red, nice. he put two of each or one of each rather pepper. He put in some broccoli. He did a, a diced onion, um, one diced onion, right? William? Red onion, yellow, uh, shallot, shallot. Yeah. Nice. Uh, and then he put in some broccoli, and the broccoli is steamed, cooked perfectly to where it has enough, it has a bit of a crunch, right? But not like enough for you to have to chew. It's just like the perfect amount. And so he mixed that in with some, he has this uh, recipe he uses for uh, beef or pork or whatever mm-hmm. that marinates it for like over an hour, and it makes it really, it makes it like zingy without being either spicy, but like a, a ginger zingy. Duh. Okay, okay. And so all that put together with a little bit of oyster sauce, I think, and soy sauce, it like really goes really good with the rice he made. Sounds damn good. Yeah, he's he's getting real good at the stir fry. I keep bragging about it at work, and they're tired of it. Me bragging about William's stir fry, but I keep bringing it up. <laughs> Speaking of stir fry, it's Laura's turn. Oh boy, that guy who thinks that he's getting away. Yeah. Uh, what's the what's the penalty for firing one? Minus two. Minus two. Okay. Yeah. God damn it. I rolled a three uh, for 19. Does it 19 hit? Yeah. All right. He takes 39 damage and he takes a minus two on ability checks, attack rolls, blah, blah, blah. Um, That does count as a, uh, what is the term? A serious wound and he needs healing before it will go away. Because I basically just put a fucking giant ass arrow through his calf. Yeah. Uh, It it is his calf's bleeding a little bit, but he's, he's still up. Son of a bitch. Might turn and roll confusion and gets a 60. He hurts himself, I think. Yeah, hurts himself. 1d8 plus strength modifier. Five damage to himself. And then it's the one on Truxton's turn. A seven on the die, which is a miss. And a 17, so he double misses. And he five foot steps back. (laughs) He knows he just done fucked up. Well, I'm about to five foot step forward on his ass. Uh, (laughs) Truxton. What do you do, Truxton? I'm gonna hit him three times. Three? Nice. How about twice? I put step forward, well, but I'm expending the study to do more damage. No, it's just extra damage on a hit. It's gonna feel like I hit him three times. It's true. Roll to attack. 35 on the first, and that's a crit. Uh, Yeah, it is. Yes, roll confirm. 21? Uh, Yeah, it confirms. Nice. You stupid. Uh, 19? Yeah, that hits. Nice, you can blast him with yeah. the last hit. Plus I got the 3d6, right? Yeah. Okay. This is so probably going to be like a big waste of math here, but whatever. Do triple damage and then add 3d6. I don't know why I told you that. You probably already knew that. Uh, I like hearing it, dude. Don't worry. <laughs> 60 damage. Uh, he's dead. <laughs> Woo! Okay. Uh, I'm not going to say anything, but there was a mistake there. Yeah, you rolled 3d5, dude. <laughs> Oh, as opposed to 3d4, I'm sorry. Uh, Derek, would, <laughs> would it have mattered if he would have rolled uh, seven less damage? Uh, no, because he killed him by 37. <laughs> okay, so it's good. <laughs> We're all good. <laughs> um, so it's Jacques' turn. Uh, I'm nice. wasting good rolls when I've already almost killed somebody. Uh, I'm going to take a five-foot step forward. I know that the fucker to the right 
uh, twice. Okay. Uh, first with my uh, max spap. Uh, does an, and that one misses. Yeah. My second hit, that's a 15. Uh, it hits exactly. 15 hits? Holy shit, I did yeah. 29. Okay. Uh, and Cyrix. I'm gonna hit the one on the left. Okay. Twice while staring. We'll see if the first one kills him. Uh, 32. Is that a crit on a whip? It is not. Damn it. Okay. Yeah, that hits though. 24 damage. Uh, he's just barely hanging on. Damn. Okay. Okay. Second hit. Go for it. Uh, 12. No. A single tier. I'll play the world's second largest violin. Not the smallest, the largest. Uh, the one that was running. The one that was running keeps running. 160 feet away. The one that's on shock. I think he snaps out of confusion, right? If he gets hit. Yeah. So he'll attack. He'll hit me, Daddy. Foot and attack At 28. Yeah. Uh, six damage. You pull like 90 damage out of your ass. I'm gonna be pissed as hell. <laughs> <laughs> A player death every week. Player uh, death every week. No. Uh, that does not hit. It is Laura's turn. How are these two uh, left standing? How are they doing? Uh, not great. Uh, fuck up the one to the right. Which you also got that boy who's running still. He's probably that two, far away range increments, or three, three range increments out. To minus six. And he's running, which means he's denied dex. It's up to you, Laura. Is your hatred of hobgoblins enough for you to be petty enough to kill this guy? Because we got this covered over here. Hey, remember when our friend just died? Just say. And also you're racist. Who? No, I'm sorry. I mean, nobody has... Oh, it's funny because... Grogu died and you didn't like him. So now you're like, who died? Oh, that asshole? I never knew him. <laughs> um, hmm. My racism does compel me to make sure that there's no hobgoblin survivors. But these Morlocks are... Nat 20. Nat 20. I'll shoot the running hobgoblin. Is that a minus six? It's still plus 12. God damn. I can't roll. Derek, why am I not rolling above 10? 19, by the way. Uh, honor bound, you shoot the Morlock in the back and he dies. <laughs> 39 damage. God damn. Like, hold on. Just keep going because my turn's over. Let me roll my D6 of non lethal. And I did take it last turn. Let me just check to see if I've rolled above like a 10. The Morlock on Jacques. You know what? Fuck it. He's going to run. I'll take the attack of opportunity. Yeah. You want to trip him? No, I'm just going to hit him. Is it 24 hit? Yeah. Uh, I dealt 26 damage. Okay. He is still up. Great. And the one on Cyrix will also try to run away. Hit that fucker. Oh, yeah. I take the attack of opportunity. Okay. 15. Uh, yep. God, we keep rolling like 11 shit. damage. Uh, he's dead. I, I'd like... Okay. I was going to say and be like, well, actually, because uh, that's the kind of guy I am. The actually, well, well, actually guy. Uh, you would have gotten your painful stare on that. I believe, because you used it once, but you have that feat that you just got. I did, but yeah. You fucked him up already, so it's good. Yeah, I did forget I took a um, bountiful stare or whatever the fuck it's called. Uh, Truxton. Yeah. <laughs> We're good. We can just blow up the munitions and call it. Yeah, he's pretty far away. Yeah. Cyrix, nothing. I say we try and kill him. I was going to let them. Oh, well, what, what's your movement speed? 40. It's your turn. With a charge, you could, you could get it. I think. Yeah. Well, I have a fifteen foot reach. Yeah, you could, you could fuck that guy up. Yeah, you could just barely charge him. If you don't uh, get him, I'll get him. Yep. You don't use any swift actions. I'll stare at him. Okay. That's a free. You get a plus two to this roll. Fuck yeah! Come on, roll that two. It'll still hit. 
20? Yes. <laughs> 30 damage. <laughs> uh, that one's dead, too. <laughs> it teabagged the corpse. All right. Uh, this is probably strike one for Jack. Uh, he doesn't He doesn't fight without uh, parlay first. So this is, according to his tenants from Shellian, so this is probably a first strike. I mean, they're slavers. Yeah, but some people are given the slaver ability without, or slaver condition without, like, knowing exactly what's going on and just need to be explained, you know, about what they should do. So on the bodies of the Morlocks, you find four heavy picks. The hobgoblins have each have plus a plus one chain shirt, heavy crossbow, masterwork short sword, cloak of resistance plus one, a bandolier, a bomb chucker, masterwork th- thieves tools, masterwork siege engine tools, and twenty-five tinder wigs. How many tinder wigs each? Twenty-five. Oh boy, we're gonna start some fires. What is a tinder wig for Gavin's annoying? Uh, it's magical match, if I remember correctly. Uh, the alchemical substance on this end of this small wooden stick nights when struck against a rough surface. So it's not even a oh, match. Damn it match. Feels, it's, it's just, just a, match. a match. So all that really remains is the uh, beat up woman who's um, lying on the ground in, in the middle of the, the scene. She's got blonde hair. It's kind of dirty with the alchemical substances and whatnot. But you could tell it's if it were cleaned up a little bit, it would be very long and luscious. I'll go over and cast a lay on hands on her. I got like four, so I'll mm-hmm. giving her a heal. I'll shoot a I'll shoot a wand at her too. Okay, so she uh, wakes up and kind of rolls over, revealing a holy symbol on her chest. Um, of uh, <laughs> And she looks up to you and she says, Oh, good. Thank you for helping me out. We can resume the killing now. Thank you. Well, <laughs> Excuse me, what the Excuse me, what the fuck? Goodbye, everybody. You lying piece of shit. Please, I trusted you. If you'd be so kind as to open up nearby chest, my gear is inside them. (laughs) For my reckoning, there are many thousands of hobgoblins in these hills. And that's the end of our broadcast week. (laughs) I laughed during the first one, so I wanted a good cop. (laughs) Also, watch your eyes, dear Podcast uses trademarks and or copyrights owned by Paizo Incorporated, which are used under Paizo's community use policy. We are expressly prohibited from charging you to use or access this content. This podcast is not published, endorsed, or specifically approved by Paizo Incorporated. For more information about Paizo's community use policy, please visit paizo.com forward slash community use. For more information about Paizo Incorporated and Paizo products, please visit paizo.com. Iron Fang Invasion is copyright 2017. Iron Fang Invasion and the Pathfinder Adventure Path are trademarks of Paizo. Paizo.